the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here you go. The answer. Portions of the following program may be pre recorded. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and Odyssey.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want, say what I like. Nobody can touch me. I ask that the Congress declare that since the unprovoked and dastardly attack by Japan on Sunday, December 7, 1941, a state of war has existed between the United States and the Japanese Empire. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. That, of course, is FDR. Boy, has America changed since those days. Do y'all know it was a Democrat that dropped the bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima? Yeah. With the greatest generation, I asked this in last hour, would they recognize this country today? Is this the country that they fought for? They'd be ashamed. They'd be absolutely ashamed. I could be wrong. I'm glad that our man, financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff, a.k.a., Fighting Meadows is joining us tonight on December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, to talk about this and the economy. Glad to have you here with us, Fighting Meadows. It's great to be here, A.K. Dynamite. Anything you want to say about Pearl Harbor and the greatest generation? Well, i tell you what. Uh, I studied World War II, both the uh, Pacific and the Europe campaign, stuff like that, it was unbelievable what we did Mm -hmm. to come back from that, especially that attack on Pearl Harbor. But thank God the carriers were out at sea and were unaffected because it wasn't but a few months later, we were dropping bombs on Japan off of aircraft carriers. Mm -hmm. And the midway battle took place. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if it you're in, the greatest. yes, they were the greatest generation. I had I spoke at a Republican group a, a short time ago, recently, uh, about a month or so ago, and I and happened by happenstance there was a Pearl Harbor survivor who was there. What a lot of people don't realize, El Hoff, is that actually. Uh, 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 Oahu actually has multiple military installations on all parts of the island, and she actually was living on Kaneohe and was 12 years old, and, and um, her father was a, a Navy fighter pilot, by the way, Navy commander, and she was absolutely fascinating and just just an absolute hero, and come to find out their fa- family's maid was a Japanese spy, and her stories of what it was like on that day and how she and her mother uh, hid in some bushes to avoid uh, the Japanese, just just extraordinary, and it's just a you know truly when I and I've watched a lot of World at War, and uh, there's been a new series that was on about World War II from the sky, and they showed you know just D Day 
alone, just what you know the our the what our Department of Defense and what our mindset was as Americans was so different at that point. And it's just in and, and, and I and but I still think we're the greatest nation in the history of the world. We're still, uh, well, Skins is raising his eyebrows there. Uh, The word I'm using is barely. Barely. um, Well, we've always been the greatest country in the history of the world. The problem is, is that uh, the people that we elected into office to conserve that, the conservatives have not done the job in in preserving that. And here we are. Uh, Moving on, Elhoff. I sent Elhoff a couple of stories to talk about, one of which has to do on December 7th, the fact that the U.S. government has decided to issue a grant to a Chinese battery company. We'll talk about that in a moment. But let's start with a a little lighthearted story. Elhoff, did you have a chance to review this article? This was from L.A. today, KTLA, and here was the headline. This made me chuckle. I don't know if it did you too, Elhoff. Despite economic uncertainty, several California cities ranked among America's top boom towns. And this was, was of course, was it not, uh, you know, some liberal ragtag in L.A. trying to boost California up as some kind of, you know, great economic situation? Here's some of... And you, you, you guys within California laugh about this. And then Elhoff, I want to get your your reaction. Uh, the ten cities that they, that they picked that were quote boom towns are places: Victorville, <laughs> Menifee, Paris. Oh. Roseville, I mean, listen, America, if you don't live in Southern California, just think of the worst possible little little armpit town in your state. And that's what KTLA is trying to hold up as some kind of economic good news. Your thoughts, Elhoff? Well, I'm surprised Hammett didn't make the list. I don't know if you've ever been there or not. I've been to Hemet, so I get the joke. <laughs> Their claim to fame is the big Scientology compound where they where they lock people in. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's stretching. It is a real stretch. But KBLA or. L.A., whoever's coming up with these places is unbelievable. My gosh. At least they gave us a laugh today, Elhoff. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of some little town in Mississippi I might have been through or Alabama, right? I mean, it's like my dad grew up in this little donkey called the Opelika. I mean, this is like the Opelika of California, these towns that they picked. <laughs> now, easy. There's that, that, there's that couple down in Mississippi that's rebuilding Mississippi, and they're making a fortune and putting oh. people into these homes that are ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Oh, but, my goodness. I mean, uh, <sighs> People, the, the story here, the real story is they're saying these are boom towns, but the problem is, is they are booming. And the re, the reality is it's because people are having to move to Victorville, which is way up in the desert between L.A. and Vegas, where the, it, high it, desert. the high desert, and it only exists, I think, for people to stop and eat at that train that, that was converted into a restaurant because people got to stop halfway between here and Vegas and use the bathroom. And that's how far out people are having to move 
move to be able to afford rent. So like the commute from Victorville to LA, about three hours, right? Menifee, yeah. right? I mean, that's, and so these are not boom towns. This is, these towns are a bust and Americans, Californians are having to be forced to move to these areas in order to be able to afford to live. And it's really a tragedy is what it is. It's terrible. Well, it is terrible, but I tell you, they do have the Roy Roger Museum up there. <laughs> <laughs> Happy trails. Elhoff, I want you to know she almost spit out her coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if half my audience even knows who Roy Rogers and Dale Evans are. Do you know, Skins? He I know, do indeed. He, know, he gets that reference. All right, we got to get serious, my man. Because... Right. Uh, Okay, on here we are, December 7, Pearl Harbor Day, and I see that Joe Biden, the Biden administration, I sent you the article, they've decided to give a grant. Last time we had to worry about a grant, it was involved taxpayer funds cooking up a, a little thing called the Wuhan virus, right, that's killed millions of people. Now we find out that in the interest of, I guess, um, in the interest of what uh, climate change is that the excuse, Elhoff, um, that the um, the Biden Energy Department has given a grant to uh, two hundred million dollars to a battery company operating out of China. You know, it's interesting. There's becoming more and more evidence that the Biden family and the Biden administration is tied. Very deeply, yeah. And uh, if they ever allow the evidence to come forward on Hunter Biden's um, computer, yeah, we're going to find out a lot about it because we all know what's on that computer. It's nothing good for Joe Biden. No, and what Joe Biden was doing with his family, with James, the sister, as well as Hunter, all involved energy deals. What was Hunter Biden being paid $80,000 a month for at Burisma? It was an energy company. His brother James and the Honduras deals and the deals in the Middle East, all energy related. And when it came to China, all a little bit had to do, I think, with real estate, but it was primarily energy related. So now we find out, gee, what a coinkydink, Elhoff, that... Uh, that under the Department of what energy President Biden is giving two hundred million dollars and not just to a Chinese battery company, but a lithium battery company. And the lithium batteries are for these electric vehicles that I know you love so much that are about the worst thing that could ever happen to the climate. If you've ever Googled and seen what these lithium battery situations um, are about. I mean, it's just um it, it's remarkable that he's that he's still an occupant of the White House. And if we were the United States of, of December 7, 1941, he'd already been in, in the pokey, wouldn't he? I tell you what, yeah, you know, it it keeps coming up over and over. And sooner or later, let's got to realize this guy is a crook. Let's let's I, talk about it. What's he worth now? What's his net worth now? Mm-hmm. For being a congressperson and then being vice president and now being president. What is his net worth for? Where did that money come from? He didn't create a company. He no. didn't create anything in terms of well. The federal government never creates wealth, folks. Nope. The federal government 
wants you to create wealth and take it away from you. That's what the federal government wants. Yeah, and in fact, Elhoff, I think um, I think you were. It was after you you were on last week. I don't know if you saw the report. There, speaking of of Biden's wealth, Breitbart reported today that there was thirty one million dollars that the Biden that the Biden family got in just a couple of deals. Thirty one million dollars. But then last week, Elhoff, speaking of personal wealth, they no, they don't want Americans to be able to build any wealth. They want us dependent on the government to the degree that last week they announced that they have that they are demanding that PayPal, any of the cash apps that people use um, have to report any transaction over $600 to the U.S. government. It's, it's just uh, constantly looking while, while they're using the government at all levels, and it's not just Biden, but it's Nancy Pelosi and her husband. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's how um, Bernie Sanders became uber wealthy, right? They all do it. They, they all do it. They all got their insider trading ability. Meanwhile, they're, 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 literally, um, they're literally looking for ways that they can destroy the American uh, small business owner and the middle class. And their 87,000 new IRS agents are not going for the 1% America. They're going, they're going for the little guy. I'll tell you what, it's the federal government, the bigger the federal government, the smaller the person. Mm -hmm. Folks, you got to understand, they want to control your life. They want to control you. And there's things underfoot right now that they're trying to come in and take over your life because they know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. What's best for you is to be dependent upon them. So you can't prosper. So you can't go forward and build your own business and all that. The federal government is not your friend. Nope. I don't know at this point um, if, I mean, nobody knows really what the new tax things are going to be. We've got a little, we got a little bit of, of a majority in the House. We don't have the Senate. Uh, we know that they're constantly looking uh, to come after us. We don't really know what what additional tax situations could be for next year. Uh, but I don't think people should wait to make decisions, Elhoff, to, and to see what the Republican Party is going to do going forward. Uh, and is it too late for people to make changes for 2022? Uh, you know, it's getting to that deadline point. There's a lot of things. You can do tax harvesting. If you haven't had that, approached to you by your broker or your financial advisors, then you need to find someone that knows about tax harvesting. You can still do that. Many times, mutual funds, even though they have a down year, have capital gains. Why? Because when they have a down year, a lot of people are moving money out of them and they sell things that have capital gains and you have to pay tax on that. So you need to be aware of that. And much of that, it's too late now. We're in early December that you can't take advantage of that. There's other things. If you want a list of things to think about, I can help you with that. Mm. But if you don't do something or look at it, then you're going to be stuck. Yeah. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you. 619-548-0965 or Dave at dot com. 
either text me on the 619-548-0965 or go to my website. There's a lot of resources there, financialthoughtdoctor.com. Thank you for financialthoughtdoctor.com. The phone was cutting out there a little bit. Thanks for coming on tonight, and thanks for the laughs, my dear. All right. You bet. (laughs) Take it easy. All right. All right. Stay tuned. We got more on the other side of the break coming at y'all. What went, speaking of the military, there was actually some good news today with this NDAA, the National Defense Appropriation Act, and we're going to share that with you on the other side of the break. Don't go away. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. has uh, signed another executive order deleting our privacy. There is a system, and it's been around for a while, and the FBI and other scumbag government agencies are using it. Check it out. It's called Stingray. Stingray. And it's designed to find you any place you are, anytime. Interesting. That was a caller who just called in uh, on the 24-hour comment line, which is 844-814-5227. I haven't heard of Stingray, but I'm going to check it out because you know what? It's exactly the kind of thing that I would expect to be going on with the police state that we now have in the United States of America. We know one of the reasons what, what we were talking about last hour with the Republican Party and their bad messaging, it's not enough. For I appreciate Tom Dell on. I want to continue the debate with him, but I'm tired of the Republican Party only wanting to talk about the low-hanging fruit, the easy topics, taxation, regulation, and the border, right? And by the way, uh, they've, they've done really nothing on any of those fronts. And during the Trump administration, they managed to lower taxation and regulation, but then they continued to spend us through the roof, right? And then Trump had to buy hook or crook to find $5 million to try to build the wall. They did nothing to secure the border, right? Meanwhile... The Republican Party has also not done nothing to stop the growing surveillance state and the, and the police state that is the United States of America that began under George W. Bush, by the way. Well, not began, but it was George W. Bush who, under the guise of protecting us... After 9-11, spent trillions of dollars to do a data mining facility out in the desert. And, well, uh, they were only going to be looking for the terrorists, except that to do that would involve having to look at Islamic terrorists, and we can't do that. So we've got to drag every American into it. See, the excuse was, well, we can't can't, um, profile anybody, right? And it, and, and it could be a little old lady from Idaho, right, that's involved in, in terrorism. So we've got, we've got to drag everybody into this, and now here we are, right? Now we've got Americans thrown into a gulag simply because of a political opinion. Mark Levin is calling, calling uh, should, we, should we play that clip? I think it's very telling. Let's I think pl- we should. Let's play it. I was going to talk about the NDAA, but I'm still mad over this, and I'm still mad at the Republican Party. Let's play this clip. We're losing our country. It's unraveling. And Andy Biggs is not the answer. And he doesn't have any answers. He's a moron. He's an imbecile. Let's see how he draws attention to himself by creating drama. Does anybody know what Andy Biggs has ever done that's significant or profound? Anything he's ever said or written that's important? No. 
He's a bleeding hemorrhoid on the body politic. You want to talk about creating being a moron? Being a moron is somebody who's trying to stop somebody within government who's trying to save this country. What has Andy Biggs ever done? What comment? What 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 has he ever done uh, in terms said that I think Levin is talking about? How about the movie that he did about the border exposing the truth about five million illegals in the Biden administration aiding and abetting human trafficking, child sex trafficking? What have you done, Mark Levin, to save this country? You want to talk about trying to get attention for yourself and being a bleeding hemorrhoid on the body politic? All you've done was do a radio show where you use phony callers to call in and you yell at him shut up you big dummy why don't you shut up you big dummy you are nothing but a user who's standing up for the establishment the very people that are destroying this country you ask what andy biggs has ever done what has kevin mccarthy done to save this country this is a man who pushed back what andy biggs has been trying for a year for two years now to bring attention, not even the Freedom Caucus would look at the Americans that were thrown in the gulag. Kevin McCarthy refused to. Big stood up anyway. Big stood up anyway. Biggs has done more in his position in the Freedom Caucus than the entire Republican Party. And he, he, he can't get a bill passed because the problem, see, and here is, here, here is Mark Levin is everything wrong with the Republican establishment. They're trying to shame those within the party who are actually trying to save the country. When the reality is Andy Biggs couldn't get more done, he had to go and have a movie made because he couldn't because he doesn't have the power on his own. When he's got the he's got and no uh, one will stand up with no him. one will stand up with him. So the establishment is stopping him and refusing, just like they did with the Tea Party. When the Tea Party gave the House of Representatives in 2010 to the Republican Party, what did they do? They did everything they could to marginalize the Tea Party candidates and push them out. They wouldn't give them key committee assignments, right? Well, isn't that the same tactic here? We've got to call the one dude in the Republican Party who's trying to bring some sanity, who's actually speaking up and saying, look, if you don't like how the Republican Party has done nothing but lose and lose and lose, has done nothing but cave to the Democrats. If you don't like how they've allowed the spending to get to 30-something trillion dollars, if you don't like how the Republican Party has allowed the border to be open, if you don't like how the Republican Party has spent $50 billion on Ukraine, oh, another pet project. You want to talk about a bleeding hemorrhoid on the body politic. You talk about a Republican Party funding $50 billion to Ukraine and nothing for the border. I am so this is and this is one of the things I was trying to bring attention to with Tom DeBacaro. We got a problem with messaging and it includes crap weasels like Mark Levin, who's a has been in the conservative movement and who only had any credibility by writing his best friend's coattails of Sean Hannity, who was so far up Fauci's butt it wasn't even funny in the summer of 2020. Messaging might be the biggest problem, but Andrea, it's all from the establishment. Well, it is. Who do we have in media? It ain't Fox News, who Mark Levin still has a show at. So, of course, Mark Levin's going to go after Andy Biggs. Who's paying Mark Levin's salary? It's Paul Ryan. I'm so sick and tired of these phonies pretending to be conservatives. But, Andrea, Levin was close to Reagan. Yeah, he's riding the coattails of Reagan. What has Mark Levin done?
I stopped listening to him a long time ago. He's a phony. All right. You want to, and, and by the way, if you want to talk about the intersection of, and, 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 and I keep talking about culture and culture and culture, and the Republican Party doesn't want to deal they with it. They refuse to talk about they it. They refuse to talk about it. Refuse to talk about it. And if they refuse to talk about it, we're done. Well, we already are done, right? I mean, we have got to have, because the, the Marxists, the communists understand that the way you destroy an economy eventually and transform a country is by destroying the culture. This is why Gen Z and all these other voters don't care about you yammering about some tax cut. They don't care if you show, you could, you could go into a school and show the open border all day long and they're not going to care. I get that we have to talk about solutions, but the Republican Party continues to incorrectly identify the problem. And the problem is deeper than the border issue is a symptom of the problem of our government. Taxation and where we're and the and the the, the easy. Um, I mean, besides besides the border, what did Tom DeBacaro talk about? We've got we've got much bigger issues than that. Let's talk about the intersection. Here's how you can know how the left is using culture. And the minds of the Americans to usher in their communist economic system, COVID. Have we forgotten? The Republican Party didn't mention it. They didn't mention to the American people because they were in on it. The fact that the U.S. government, under the guise of science, used panic and fear into the minds of the American people to allow the U.S. government to shut down entire industries to shut down businesses and tell people you're not allowed to operate. Your job has been taken away from you. You're not essential. And we're going to send you checks and pay you to stay at home. And we even had Republicans and conservatives think that was a good idea. They used panic over a virus based upon false data and lies in order to seize economic control over a $3 trillion economy and to, and, and to usher in large segments of our population into the dependency class. That was a cultural Marxist play. And the Republican Party hasn't even mentioned it. Not even mentioned it. And, when, and, and, and they certainly aren't talking about the transing of our youth and the transing uh, movement. Andrea, that, it's disgusting me. That should be one of the number one issues right now. Yeah. How do you destroy the greatest country in the history of the world? Don't tell me you want to talk about solutions if you don't want to talk about the problem that is the cultural Marxist movement of destroying the Judeo-Christian principles and values on which this country was founded. We didn't become the economic superpower, the military superpower, without being based upon a free market uh, uh, that was based upon individual freedom, individual responsibility. This, this country owed you nothing. We were not a country of entitlements, and we played some clips of FDR tonight, and I like some of the comments he made about, about uh, and, and where we took um, the military position. But oh, by the way, let me, let, me, let me bust a little bit of the FDR chops. You go to the Holocaust Museum in D.C., and you'll realize that it took, it took uh, Pearl Harbor to get the U.S. In, uh, in, involved, but we knew what was going on in the camps and the Jews. But we stood by. Yeah, and we stood by and did nothing. And number two, it was FDR who ushered in 
the concept of a free chicken in every pot and transformed and ushered to change the culture of America from free markets, individual liberty, individual responsibility to one of the government giving everybody a free chicken in every pot of which there is no such thing as free. And where's the Republican? And, and, it's, and, and, and there wasn't an education done at any point to educate the Americans what that was going to end up doing to us economically. I've been asking for decades, at least the past decade, for the Republican Party to figure out how to message against the bumper sticker platitudes of nobody should die without insurance, everybody deserve having health care is a right, having a house is a right, and the Republican Party didn't push back against it, and now we've got people thinking it's their right, the taxpayers, pay for your sex change surgery, of which you're still, your sex isn't changed, because once you're a man or a woman, you're a man or a woman. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. Going to take a break. We come back. Let's shift. We had a, we had a debate about homelessness, and there was a story involving homelessness that uh, actually made some national news today out of San Diego. We're going to share that story with you, and I am going to tell you a little bit of good news on the J, on the uh, NDAA. So stick around. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Why don't I make myself feel better and make, put myself in a good mood by talking about my favorite new store, Iron Mountain Outfitters? Why don't we do that? <laughs> yeah, you're even trying to get me to go down there just so that you can go see your new boyfriend. Oh my gosh, Dapper Dan. Y'all know I'm a, I'm a fur baby lover and particularly dogs, nothing against cats. And let me tell you, he is my new boyfriend. He is the sweetest dog. I've never been around pointers before the and pointers like bird dogs. He is so sweet, so loving. You could do like me and just go there and sit on the floor and love on Dapper Dan and let PJ go around and find you all, you know, bring... You stay with Dapper Dan. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, Google over the shackets. Yeah, go look at the shackets. Look, they're t- um, everybody's really on uh, looking at uh, plaid shirts right now, workwear. So this, so if you've got somebody in your life that uh, you know is like a working man or woman, and you're looking for good wear to you know khakis and flannel shirts and all kinds of work gear, they have that. But let me tell you, it's also on trend. So you don't have to be you know a working man or woman to love, love, love this clothing. And they have everything from Carhartt to Filson, everything from shackets to really heavy down jackets. They've even got the Steve Bannon Filson jacket there. They've got the jacket that's worn on Yellowstone. But it's not just, I keep talking a lot about like the flannels and the shackets and stuff, but they've also got like amazing pieces of luggage and even like like saddlebags that women would actually like. In fact, they I would love, love, hint, hint to anybody, family member listening, feel free to go to Iron Mountain Outfitters and pick me up a duffel bag that is like waterproof, really heavy twill material. The leather straps are kind of like what you would see on like a, um, a saddle like a horse saddle, just amazing. I can't even tell you guys how amazing this store is. PJ knows every item in the place. All you got to do is go there, tell her who you need to buy for, including yourself, and she can show you everything you need to do. Yeah, I got no excuses. It's near my parents' house. You've got no excuse, and I know you, and I know you're going to love everything there, and you've got other people that would love it too. And shop local 
and shop brick and mortar because you can see how great the prices are, particularly for the quality. And you can't really local can't, small business local is the small best. business way to go. Eight four nine three La Mesa Boulevard. Look for the standing bear outside and tell them AK sent you. So now I feel better. Um, so the NDAA has been a tool that um, the Democrats have been trying. That's the National Defense Authorization. And, of course, they, the Democrats have been trying to load it up with crap like the, quote, journalism um, uh, protection. Which they try to make sound so good. Yeah, the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act, which is really nothing but a transfer of wealth um, um, from Silicon Valley to, you know, corporate legacy media that ended up being um and uh, the last ditch effort to try to get that included which which failed uh, amy klobuchar tried to pretend that that was you know in the national interest that failed um, one of the things that in order to get this pushed through um the mandates for the military has been taken out skins and that's good news yeah, you know, that's I thought there's going to be more pushback on this, but it looks like uh, this is something good that's finally going to yeah, be happening. excellent. Unfortunately, it does not mean the reinstatement of those, that, w- which makes no sense to me. If you're no, going to stop me, you do one, do the other. Yeah, if you're going to not mandate that anybody else ha- have to get the shot, why would you not reinstate those who, who, who were let go and not only let go, but denied their benefits? Because let me tell you, as somebody who grew up in the military, one of the main reasons why somebody joins the military, uh, the pay is low, but it's a way for some people who not just love of country uh, and not just as patriots and wanting to serve and protect the nation and fight for our freedoms, but also it can be a way up like my parents who grew up dirt poor. And this was a way for them to have upward mobility in life and actually they did. And um, but it, and that upward mobility came in the form of even though the pay was really low, you got your medical care included and you got benefits. Right. Including uh, it, depending on when you when you leave the service, health care for life, et cetera. So that's that's really a disappointment. Uh, speaking of the shots, we didn't really have a lot of time to go in the shots and we're going to spend more time because there's breaking news on all that tomorrow. Um, but I do want to give a hat tip to DeSantis, who was who announced um, at, he was at a Republican event in Florida, and he said that he and his his Surgeon General in Florida are going to be investigating, holding accountable the shot manufacturers for the adverse events that are happening with these mRNA shots. And he's the only governor. This is one of the things that I've been talking about it, it, with the Republican Party, the theme tonight. You look at COVID, the way that the communists were able to use in this country, were able to use that virus as a way to not only... Trans- take over our economy, shut down entire industries, seize control over industries, but also as a way to deny us our freedoms under the guise of public health. And this is, and our freedoms are what the greatest generation fought for in World War II, and they've been taken away from us, taken away. And, I, and I'll ask this, Andrea. Regardless, this is it, it. Straight down the middle, it's not about political party. Why isn't every single governor doing the same thing? Right. At least the Republican governors. This is one of the things Walter was talking about when he called last hour. He's like, we're the Republican governors. Why have every state that had a contested, that was a contested uh, election state in 2020, where there was fraud or illegalities, whatever different ways in, in November of 2020, were Republican controlled state legislatures. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for why any Republican governor and even DeSantis went along with some of these crazy lockdowns, but at least he wised up and backed off of them. Yeah, that's the one thing I love about him. You know, he's like, you know, I made a mistake. Right. We don't. Where is the Republican Party in fighting for our freedoms? 
and fighting Nowhere, for and that's why there's a lot of people crying for good or bad for a third party. Absolutely. Um, one, one, um, there was a story that actually was trending on Twitter today. Have you ever been to, um, I think it's um, Bulls Barbecue and Marina Boulevard? I've been by there oh, many times. Yeah, it's down on Marina Boulevard. And they're a local institution down there in the community and in, in that area. And the owner, big, a good-hearted woman, homeless. We all know the homeless. And this is one, one of the things we were debating recently. The homeless population is yep. out of control. It is primarily people at this point that are drug addicted and or the criminal element and and, and mentally ill, right? Because those that are just looking for a hand up can and help up can find it in all the different institutions like Father Joe's Villages. So this is not me disparaging the homeless. This is just truth about about and case in point. The owner of Bulls Barbecue on Marina Boulevard decided she wanted to help the homeless and she allowed them to sleep on her patio. She was allowing them to use um, their her, her power to, you know, for different, you know, devices or whatever. And then it just became an area that they were abusing with drugs and litter and just destroying it, which is destroying her business. So she shut off the power. So that they, you know, in order to cut off the power, then maybe they would go and, you know, take their drugs and their filth and litter elsewhere. Well, they ended up vandalizing her restaurant. Now, Dan Plant, former neighbor of mine, former friend of mine, was there with KUSI and said, well, of course, he had to give the disclaimer. There's a difference between homeless and criminal. In this case, there's not. Why are we saying that? The homeless people there vandalized this woman's building. And by the way, them doing drugs on her patio was illegal. Anybody can be a criminal. It doesn't matter. Right. Why, why, do we have to, why do we have to provide excuses for the homeless population? These were criminals. They were criminals in their behavior on her patio, which is why she shut off the power. And then what was their response? It was criminal. And you've got to think about who's fighting for us in this situation. Where's the spotlight? Where was the spotlight by the Republican Party over the crime wave in this country? All the way across the board and and going into these midterm elections. Where was the Republican Party talking about how we've got two sets of laws, one for Republicans, one for Democrats, one for the average American and one for the Democrats uh, entitled class, which gets no bail. And that's like in the case of 7000 pedophiles in the state of California being released. And these are your worst of your worst. These are your child uh, rapist. Yeah, the same right? thing as Andrew. I think I heard that maybe less than a handful of times. Right. Right. We, yeah, we need to be talking solutions. We need to be talking just like I did tonight. Homeless. Here's the solution. You know what I said today? This, and I'm going to go back to it. You're, you are, at this point, we don't have any open land. It's taxpayer land, and you don't have a right to destroy it. You don't have a right to camp on it. You don't have a right to destroy anybody's personal property as their business or taxpayer's property with your filth and your drug use on the street. You're going to be rounded up. You're going to be drug tested and psychologically tested. Get forced to have treatment for either one of those. And if you're not in that camp and you're just somebody that just doesn't want to have to comply with society, well, you know what? That's not going to work for us. You're going to need to be a contributing member to society because this is no longer tenable in the United States of America. There's your solution. Solution for the border? I don't want to hear about walls anymore. I want to hear the Republican Party say deportation. They come into this country. 
You're gone. You're gone. Why did it take Governor Abbott in Texas so long before he was going to finally declare an emergency, which under the Constitution enabled him to to immediately put them back into Mexico? And how many of our ancestors, Andrea, speaking of the greatest generation, did it the right way? Right. You want to talk about solutions? Let's talk about the problem that we've got called insanity, where we are preying upon children in this country. Children in the United States of America cannot drink alcohol, get tattoos, sign contracts, consent to sex, but yet the Republican Party... there's a reason for that. Right. And yet the Republican Party is not screaming against what's happening to mutilate children in this country and to destroy them permanently. The solution? Make that a crime. Anybody that does it. Problem, solution. Problem, solution. A lot of those problems the Republican Party is refusing to talk about, which makes them the problem, in my opinion. Final segment coming up. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Who's fighting for our religious freedoms in this country? Who's fighting for our religious freedom? There is nothing in the U.S. Constitution that says that you have any right to anything rega- regarding uh, your, you being a homosexual, that you that uh, your choice that in fact, even for us either. Right. There's there's nothing in the Constitution and no amendment uh, that's specific to somebody's choice of who they have sex with. Right. You don't. So you, in other words, you don't get to be a special class of citizens because you call yourself a lesbian or gay, right? You oh, don't that's have your that. choice. That's your choice. That's your choice, right? That's a lifestyle choice. It's not. It's not enumerated in the Constitution. It's not specifically mentioned as to be protected, but our religious freedoms are, right? And who is standing up for them? Donald Trump did. He talked about trying to protect religious freedoms. Where's the Republican Party been? Did you know, uh, Skins, that a group uh, was a Christian group was refused service in a restaurant because they were a Christian group? And the staff said this um, this was the Metzger Barn Butchery in Richmond, Virginia, canceled the reservation for um, from the Family Foundation, citing its stances on opposing gay marriage and abortion under the guise of dignity. Again, you don't have a civil rights claim. You don't have you don't you don't have any claim about being a protected class of citizen because of who you choose to have sex with. But it is specifically enumerated in the Constitution that you have the right to to freely exercise your religious beliefs. And in this case, these people couldn't even eat in a restaurant. And where is the Republican Party today? See, this is what I mean by messaging and controlling the narrative. They should be screaming at the top of their lungs about this. They should be all over the media today and everywhere talking about the attack on Christianity and our Judeo-Christian principles and values because this is what this country was founded on, specifically founded on freedom of religion in this country, not protecting you over your choices as to who you have sex with and whether or not you want to call yourself Steve instead of Sally when you're 30. Going to take a breath, but we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. See you then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.